1: gray blanket of clouds making their way out of the area revealing beautiful blue skies chilly breeze of today highs of 58 tomorrow plenty of sunshine very comfortable highs of 60 especially if you're out in the sun and then sunday perfect the jewel in the crown of the weekend Plenty of sunshine, highs of 66, a lot of parades scheduled. Well, relatively speaking, we'll talk to Arthur Hardy about that later on this morning. And it seems like this first weekend used to be a softer launch and, and that more and more activities are being planned on this weekend of Mardi Gras. Right now, about 50 degrees. If you look at the temperatures throughout the area, Rafael Goen-Eche joins us, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Good morning, Raphael. How are you?
2: I'm fine, Tommy.
1: How are you? I'm good. It's The weather's beautiful. It's Friday everything's all right you know what i mean there um, you go
2: i, I agree tell yeah. me
1: tell me about uh, chief woodforks interim chief woodfork i guess would be the way to do it in, actually interim superintendent woodforks um, plan to fight uh, crime in the city and some of the things that she announced yesterday and your right. reaction i
2: mean well you know, you know I, I listened very closely to what she said i reviewed the document and it's a, it's a back to basics approach and people say, "Well, I'm, I'm not really excited about that." But you know, it's it's fundamentals, and I, and I know you're a football person, and people are familiar with football. It's it's about the police department blocking and tackling.
1: Mar, uh, so Raffield, he, same thing with golf. You look at the pros. Yeah. When everything goes wrong, you got to get back to fundamentals. So I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that at all, right? I mean, that's yeah. why
2: they are fundamentals. It, it, exactly. You know, so the good teams aren't just good at blocking or tackling they perform both and they do it at a high level better than the competition the competition are the bad guys the criminals that are out there right now so i think one of the the things that i was really listening to and paid attention to with the chief she's emphasizing proactive policing she basically acknowledged that the police department had de-emphasized that starting in 2020 and now that is going to be more of a priority. So by de-emphasizing proactive policing and putting all or most of your eggs into the responding to calls for service queue, that means that you're constantly chasing after offenders that have already committed crimes. So the proactive approach means that you're going to be identifying some of the people that are responsible for crime in some of the high crime areas around town. And you're going to be proactive in seeing if you can develop the evidence to arrest those individuals and prevent them from continuing to uh, to prey upon the public. So I think those are good things. There's three pillars she talked about, improving public safety, uh you know, retaining or initiating a, a positive uh, work environment for the employees in technology. And she went through each of those areas talking about what she's going to be doing and all of that. So I think that the public wanted to hear what her plan was. They're starting to see it. You're not going to have a great deal of detail right now because they don't want to, the police department doesn't want to share everything that they're doing. But I can tell you by looking at the stats and we follow the stats very closely, the crime trends, we're starting to see some minimal and and marginal decreases in some of the the high crime uh, areas and some of the crimes of violence. And that's a positive movement. We have to build a a momentum. And I think if we can continue, if she can continue moving the department in the direction that she has over her first 30 days, I think the city will be better off for that.
1: I am not uh, making a case for Michelle Woodfork against taking up for NOPD, criticizing them. I'm just saying this, generally speaking. It is not for people that are saying, well, why now, why not before? I don't think it's uncommon for organizations to sometimes uh, get away from the basics, Uh, Raphael. and, And sometimes they have to sit back and look at themselves and say, wait a minute, what are we doing here? And how did we get away from this?
2: All right. And and again, I've been on and I've been talking about this, you know, for three years on, you know, with you on your show mm-hmm. and a bunch of other sources.
1: But you have a better and, time on this one.
2: Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So but, you know, th- what's happened with crime is the equivalent, in, in my opinion, of a Katrina event. You know, our city has been flooded with crime not just in 2022 but starting in 2020 and imagine what would have happened if our political leadership ignored uh the levy breach and didn't respond to it until three years later Mm -hmm. that's what we're experiencing right now with our crime problems so finally after three years the political leadership is now acknowledging that they need to do more of it to support the police department and hold the criminal justice system more accountable. So now we can start to pump the floodwaters out and pump the offenders that are preying upon the public into uh, our jail. And, uh, and I think that that is a positive move. So it took us three years to acknowledge that our streets were flooding with crime. And now I think uh, we'll start to see some progress. So let's, uh, you know, I, you know, it's a pretty day outside, and I think we can feel better that we actually have some changes that are underway with our criminal justice system and our police department.
1: All right, let me take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about this flyer that the mayor sent out, spent $50,000 of taxpayer money. She said it was a... Uh, I think an update, I forgot exactly the phrase that she used on it, uh, but she's never sent, or of New Orleans, 2022 recap, but she's never sent out a recap before. It's hard to believe that this is not directly involved in, in an attempt using taxpayer money to offset the recall. And if that's the case, did she break the law? And, and that, of course, leads me to NOPD superintendent search, um... Do you have somebody that's going to be under uh, under uh, investigation here that has already gone on national television and proclaimed herself to be the head of the department, in essence? Rafael Goineche, our guest, will be back. Right now, it's time for Traffic on WWL. 726, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Rafael Góñeche, our friend president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission, about the NOPD's plan, basically return to a- Gumshoe, but I'm trying to remember to see how she exacted exactly gumshoe policing, I think, and basics and good old fashioned police work, proactive police work, Raphael, what about this flyer that the mayor sent out um fifty thousand dollars of taxpayer money? She called it a recap of the city of New Orleans for twenty twenty two but she's never sent out a recap before the deadline's looming for the recall to get the signatures verified Ash Wednesday is a deadline for that. Um, did she break the law? Is it a state law not uh, against doing what she did?
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's an ethics law. You're not supposed to be using public funds for, for those purposes. She's going to call it, uh, you know, a recap. Uh, other people look at it as a use of public funds to try and uh, circumvent and, and block the, uh, the recall that's going on right now. Uh, we're not going to get a definitive answer on that. That's something that the ethics administration would probably have to rule on. And the recall, I think, is uh, the, the six months is up on Ash Wednesday. So sometimes if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Uh, and the public is going to have to decide whether that, that was an appropriate use of public funds to by the mayor.
1: You're an attorney, though. What what would be the the Process here. Would it be an ethics violation for which she would be fined, or would it be a a criminal thing?
2: No. Okay. No, it's not going to be criminal. It'd be an ethics. I got you. Okay. Even
1: though it's taxpayer money and $50,000. Now, Lee Zork has also been busy talking about um, the mayor and her security detail, and and she went on Face the Nation and talked about, you know, she's in charge of NOPD or or something to that effect. I couldn't find the soundbite. I'm just concerned about the search for it. Here, here's my my concern, Raphael, is that, uh, and I don't want to bring you into the political part of this, but that she hopes the public gets distracted by Mardi Gras Ash Wednesdays. Here she survives the recall, and or attempt, not the recall, but the recall attempt, and then she's flying on her own and and does what she wants to do. There really is no. Uh, it's I was talking to J.P. Moreau yesterday about a national search of the day before. Are you comfortable with the pace that? The, the so-called national search, or, or they don't, I don't know if they even let a contract yet to do this, or the, the whole process in this. Are you satisfied with that?
2: Well, no, it's, it's moving at a snail's pace. So, you know, keep in mind that uh, it's been almost two weeks since the city announced that it had reached an agreement with the International Association of Chiefs of Police to conduct a national search. And I have a public records request prepared waiting for that announcement. And as soon as that announcement dropped, I filed my public records request. The Crime Commission filed public records request. Uh, and we were told that the city doesn't have a contract that they can produce for us right now, which is code for saying they haven't signed an agreement yet. So here we are two weeks after the public records request and after the city made a, uh, an announcement that they had entered into an agreement or reach an agreement with the IACP, and there isn't even a signed contract yet. So uh, the process is going to take some time. And, you know, you've talked about the mayor on facing the nation, the fact that she's the subject of a recall. It's been uh, disclosed that, you know, the federal authorities have subpoenaed records pertaining to, to some of her use of campaign funds and things such as that. So it remains to be seen if there is a national search, who's going to apply for it. So my focus right now is on the interim chief. And as successful as she can be in in the immediate future means that she's helping the police department, helping the city. I have no idea how the national search is going to be conducted and whether anyone's going to, to bother applying for it. So let's focus right now on making sure that the search happens and then focus on trying to support the interim chief as she tries to move the department forward. Makes
1: sense to me. Thank you, Raphael. Have a good weekend. You too. Raphael Eche, President, Metropolitan Crime Commission. We come back, we'll help you manage your money with Mark Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. 730 time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan.